Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old, and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts, and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference. Everybody, I'm super excited for another episode of the show about science. This is your host, Nate, and today we're going to talk about the problems with plastic straws and what each of us can do to help. I'm ready to suck up some answers, so let's get this show started. Hello, Milo. Welcome to the show about science. Hey, Nate. How are you? I'm good. So, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and the Be Straw Free campaign? Absolutely. So, when I was um, nine, I started a project called Be Straw Free to reduce the use and waste of disposable plastics that I saw used and thrown away almost every day when I would go to restaurants. And so, I noticed that whenever I would order my drink, it came with a straw automatically in it. And it seemed to me like a huge waste. So I decided to talk to my family to get them to stop using as many straws as they did and to order their drinks without straws. And then I started reaching out to restaurants to make straws optional rather than serving one with every drink automatically. And since then, um, I started an environmental organization and it really took off. And recently we've been making great strides towards using as few straws as we can. And it's really exciting. So you started the campaign when you were nine. How old are you now? I just turned 17. So you've come a long way. I have, yeah. So I heard that you just finished your SAT. SATs? SAT, yeah. Okay, so how did that go? It went pretty well. I'm a bit worried about how I did on the physics section. Other than that, I'm really hopeful that I got a good score. I'm hopeful that you got a good score, too. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Which college do you want to go into? I'm hoping to go to MIT. Um, Me, but too. I'm looking at a bunch of different colleges, including Stanford and Yale and Harvard and also Carnegie Mellon. So, let's go back to when you were nine. How did you get started with the Straw Free campaign? I, um, in the very beginning, I was worried that people wouldn't listen to me because I was a kid and because people, you know, would think that what I had to say wasn't important. But what I found was that being a kid can actually be an advantage. I think adults really like to hear from younger generations to know what concerns them. And it did concern me that we were using too many straws. And when I talked to more and more people, more people started sharing that concern. 
And here's the thing. This planet is not a place that kids will inherit at some point far off in the distant future. We live here right now, and we share this planet already, which is why we already share responsibility for it. So you're 17 now, and places like the Shedd Aquarium here in Chicago and Starbucks are using your research and your campaign as one of the reasons that they are no longer giving out plastic straws. How did you get up to where you are right now? I mean, how did that happen? Um, initially, I started small, and I started talking to um, people in restaurants and to restaurant owners and managers. But as I wound up talking to more and more people, other people started introducing me to new people. For example, I testified before the Vermont legislature on plastic use. And from then, I think my project really started gaining traction and the media got interested in hearing what I had to say. And from then on, it sort of snowballed. I think more and more people heard about my project and more and more people asked themselves, what can I do to help? How can I reduce my use of disposable plastics and disposable plastic straws? And more and more people started helping. And it's been really inspiring to me. Okay, let's talk about straws. Why should anyone decide to just go straw-free? I mean, what's the point? That's a good question. When I was nine, I wanted to know how many straws we used every day in the United States. And so I asked some straw manufacturers, and they told me that we use about 500 million straws every day in the United States alone, which seems enormous to me and it seems like way more than we need to use. So I thought the the fewer straws we can use the better and so I decided that you know I could make a difference with this and that anyone can make a difference because anyone who can order a drink can order their drink without a straw whenever they don't want or need to use one. So like why should we give up straws? I mean Where do straws go, and what happens to them once we throw them away? Um, I spoke with some people who work at waste management facilities, which are where straws eventually go after they're thrown in the trash. And they told me that straws actually can't be recycled, meaning that straws of any kind wind up going into the landfill, which means that they would wind up sitting there for hundreds, thousands of years, without biodegrading or composting. And so they wind up right alongside other plastics in enormous piles of trash. And this is something that all of us can do something about if we just use fewer straws, if we order our drinks without straws whenever we don't need one. What's really alarming for me is when I see um, straws wind up in beaches or on our countryside. And that's even worse than straws winding up in a landfill because often turtles will mistake straws for fish and try to eat them, which will often kill the turtle. Jesse Meckling from the Center for Coastal Studies told me that straws are the most common items that wash up on beaches and wind up as trash in our oceans. What can environmentally be done to stop wildlife from inhaling straws and eating straws 
if they're already in the ocean and floating around? Well, there are some efforts underway to remove plastics from the ocean, but it's a really hard thing to do efficiently or effectively. And once straws are in our environment, you know, and contaminating our wildlife, they're really hard to get out of the picture. The best thing that we can do, you know, you and I and other environmentalists and and average people is use as few straws as possible and make sure that as few plastics as possible wind up going into the ocean and adding to the trash that's already there. What if people want to keep using straws, but they don't want to use plastic straws and pollute the environment? Then what do they do? That's a great question. And a lot of people have asked me that. What I tell them is they can use reusable straws. And also, there are several environmentally friendly alternatives to disposable plastics. And really, I think something um, to be aware of is Often people try to look for a disposable alternative to disposable plastics. And I think what we need to do is get beyond the disposable mentality. There are a lot of straws, even reusable plastic straws, that we don't have to just use once and then throw away. So I encourage anyone who wants to use a straw to use reusable alternatives. And that's something that I actually have at my house is a reusable metal straw. It was given to me by Captain Charles Moore, who studies the garbage patches where straws and other plastics wash up. So what do you hope will happen with straws? My goal is for it to become standard that straws are offered to customers instead of being served with every drink automatically. Similar to the way it became standard a few years ago for grocery um, stores to offer shoppers the choice between paper and plastic bags. Great. And it's been my goal right from the beginning to work myself out of a job, and it seems like I'm really close to doing that, and it's exciting. Do you have any advice for kids who are very inspiring and want to change the world? Absolutely. I think that anyone who wants to change the world has a good chance of changing it because they're the only people who will wind up changing the world. Nobody who doesn't want to change the world will wind up having as great an impact on it as someone who's motivated to. And I think just go for it. If you're worried that people won't listen to you, make your voice heard and people will listen to you. And it's really exciting when they do. It's one of the most inspiring things that I've gotten a chance to do in, in my pretty short career so far. But when I first got started, I was concerned that you know, the people wouldn't listen to what I had to say, which is one of the reasons that now I'm working on talking to kids about finding and getting involved with projects that inspire them. And uh, I went on an international speaking tour uh, called Let's Create the Future, which I talked about Abraham Lincoln's quote saying the best way to predict the future is to help create it. And I um, talked to students at schools about getting involved in making a difference in their communities. And I think that's one of the most important things that young students can be doing. I completely agree with that. So how can people get involved and help with what you're doing? Well, um, you can go to my website, bestrawfree.org, and I have a lot of tips for people with all kinds of roles. For average people like me, you can order your drinks without a straw and encourage all of your friends to ask for their drinks without straws. 
You can also approach your local restaurants and ask them to make straws optional. And if you're a restaurateur, if you own a restaurant or manage one, you can make straws optional in your own restaurant and simply ask customers whether they'd like a straw before putting one in their drink. And where can people go to learn more about your work? You can go to my website, bestrawfree.org, or you can follow me on Instagram, at Milo Crest. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. There you have it, folks. The show about science is complete. Music on today's episode comes from the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder and sounds like an earful.com. And our theme music was written by Jeff, Dan, and Teresa Brooks. Okay, Dad, you can shut the recording off. For the newest episodes of the show about science, download the PIN app or go to pinna.fm slash promo. Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference.